Hi all, welcome to Animeicos. So we'll be talking about the third part of Volume 5. Check out part 1 and 2 in the episode list. Without further ado, let's get started. We left off with us understanding that the village is more like a flask for Phil that she can't really escape from. We hear more about her inner thoughts after Felt tells her that he won't let her be like sacrificed. She thinks to herself, is it okay for myself to just be swept along? By that she means just swept along by the village and like what they do, to basically go ignorant to the outside world. But we know that the truth is she wants a smile, and I think in this case, it's to actually experience joy. And she knows that if she's fake smiles, that Alma would be disappointed. It has to be a real smile. It has to be genuine joy. Moving on to Felt, he gets caught by Sylvie for snooping around. He's now talking with Shares and Sylvie and he asks like the pressing questions like if they're actually demons. They tell him the truth, the entire tale, that they're immortals. Man, this scene makes me think of like the felt twist that occurs later. I really love this twist and it's built up so well. Sylvie does further talk about how she decided she wanted like eternal beauty. She did hear about it from like fairy tales and generally it was witches who wanted it. She also wanted to do it, and she wanted to bring the man she loved a beautiful person. The man she loved was Miser's younger brother, actually, and he never thought it was necessary, but she wanted to do it anyway. I really enjoy learning like little bits and pieces about Sylvie and her thought process in delaying like drinking the elixir. If anything is going to delay someone from doing it, then I guess it would be love. We learn more about this later, but yeah, the more like we learn about Sylvie, the better in my opinion. Moving on to Niall and Miser, they find themselves in a book room with books all about alchemy. They think about how in this day and age, there would be like photos of like private land, like aerial photos from the sky about this village. So for a place like this to be like hidden was kind of unreal. They find six gravestones saying like below sleeps one who could not be human. They laugh it off a bit, but in this scene, it's implied that it's still around and it's close. Once again, this is revealed in the future, but it's built up pretty well. The mystery of the gravestones and the demons, like, it helped, like, pull me in. Especially with having guessed what Phil was, I really wanted to see if there was, like, a lot more, like, mysteries, and luckily there's still a ton. I just want to quickly talk about, like, a little bit, like, a little tidbit that Miser says. He talks about how he doesn't really like the internet, how people can just, like, look up stuff that he took, like, 300 years to explore. I think that's an interesting point, like the internet really like takes out the feeling of like venturing into the unknown, especially with like aerial photos and things like that, we tend to know everything. That being said, we also do have the choice to venture out and explore. The felt experience of exploring something and having information at your fingertips about everything isn't the same. There's probably ways you can diminish your own experience too much by, you know, like researching too much about something, but ultimately your experience in like real life, despite what you read, your experiences will still have like a certain aura that could never be captured by the internet. Like those experiences are yours and only yours. Moving back to Phil, she's thinking that despite the existence of Felt, who seems like a good person, she wants to be out of the village. She wants to hope for a better future. It's been a while since she could actually visualize a different one. She thinks about how if the village was linked with the outside, how beautiful that would be. She believes she is still capable of wishing for happiness. After this, we get knowledge about how Phil and her copies work. When one gets weak, they get replaced. 
The villagers tried to see how they get replaced, but some of those villagers disappeared. So Phil was treated like the outside world. You know, they treated her like crap, basically. Also, Dez treats her like shit as well, so... And he's like the head of the village, so naturally, the rest of the village like follows suit. Phil has existed since like the inception of the village, back when the village itself came to be. Following this, um, like line, Dez thinks to himself that it's a good time to say goodbye to this village and smiles. I remember seeing this and I thought, is Dad about to like, die? Like, is he going to die in his sleep? Like, what's going on? I was really confused. Why did he sound so like resigned and peaceful? Now back to Felt interacting with Chez and Sylvie. He says he'll tell the villagers about how nice Chez, Sylvie and the other mortals are. Chez says don't, like they'll probably turn on you and think you're possessed or something. I like that Chez shows his like soft spot for children. He still has it after all these years, but that's not all he has. He also thinks that the village is closed off, like the sealed space the rail tracer like left him in after torturing him. Chez thinks at least the rail tracer isn't here. After this scene, they end up capturing Elmer by teaching Phil to lie, and they all kind of figure out that Phil's a homunculus, that they all share like a hive mind, and that's how they were giving messages to him despite not being near him. Elmer says he'll tell them about everything in like February, because the traders will come then. Miser and Chez weren't surprised with Phil being a homunculus. They knew Ennis after all. I remember this scene being like, Elmer, like, tell me what's going on. Like, why are you withholding things from me? But after a while, just like Miser and, like, the gang, you kind of resign yourself, like, to it. Like, Elmer's antics. It's just Elmer being Elmer. But I also think it's right based on, like, what happens next. It's just better to show it in person and watch it kind of reveal itself. Elmer has basically been, like, showing Phil different, like, festivals and customs. Like Christmas, for example. The villagers thought that it was like a demonic ritual. Phil is deep down like holding out for February because then like the last of her will be held up as a sacrifice. And what that means is like so each time they've been sending like a Phil as a sacrifice and now all of her can like be together so there's only one left that needs to be sent. And then she's going to smile brightly to Alma. She wants to make sure her smile is so good so she's like practicing it. Damn like when I heard this I thought like what a wholesome kid. Watching Phil go from experiencing fun and then feeling sorrow and anger because she glimpsed a better world and then experiencing fun on a continuous basis which turned to joy was really good to see. She's a great character and this dialogue was personally really touching for me. And now, February is upon us and the trader finally arrives. She sees the villagers basically bartering for what the trader offers. She's looking on and she doesn't really mind it. She knows that if she thinks about all the abuse and all the painful memories, then she will just like sink into sadness. But she wants to hold on to the hope that Miser and the gang and Alma have shown her. She wants to hold on to that shining light. And after this, Alma says that the traitor will be taking them to where Phil's was born. So now they're all riding in the back of the truck and Alma asks Niall a question. Why do you wear a mask? Apparently it's because he doesn't want to accidentally get eaten in sleep by someone thinking I want to eat this watermelon in their dreams. It's, <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. Um, like, I guess Niles is like a pretty like anxious dude, all things considered. Though Miser does think it's something like deeper. That Niles has been on the battlefield for like 300 years. He doesn't know what Niles was trying to learn by being in that environment for like such a long time. 
So we've now created some like intrigue into Nile's character. I'm curious to see where that goes. The Grey Magician from the Railroad arc also kind of comes to mind. He too was on like the battlefield. I do wonder if they're linked in any way. I don't know, not sure to be honest, but keen to see how this all kind of comes together. Another interesting tidbit is that Miser says, oh sorry, that Elmer says that Miser has changed. That he's more cheerful now. This is pretty interesting because I feel like we've only seen the cheerful Miser up to this point. I'm interested to see the Miser that's less cheerful and the Miser that was like out for blood. A different side to his personality and his past as well. So after this, we finally get to see the truck driver. Turns out one of the traders is Bill Quates. When I saw the last name, I couldn't help but think of Zillard. I had the same reaction as Miser. So Bill is a descendant of Zillard. So Bill never got to do what he like wanted to. So he's been like fulfilling the wishes of his parents. He worked as Zillard's assistant, but Zillard didn't like trust anyone about his own immortality. He trusted no one, really. We get some information about the homunculus-like field. Um, so this type of homunculi cannot go like outside its flask, but fundamentally, it should have like perfect knowledge. So the general idea is like constructing a homunculus is to make a human that was perfect in some sense. In trying to do this, they made two of them. One that aged, and one that did not age but had a short like lifespan. Phil is of like the latter. The one that does not age but has a short lifespan. Um, so that's why there's like five Phil's. And why she has to be like reborn again and again. They theorized that Phil was almost like like being possessed by some sort of like colony that like regenerated infinitely. They don't know if it's like a multiversal thing. Like Phil was actually like the idea is that like Phil was actually possessed by a multiversal being. But what they did know, um well I guess maybe that like idea came about because there was like a demon involved. Um, so they created like the demon realm theory. The way this theory works is that there is like some place which acts as like a foundation for these five bodies, like a foundation for the hive mind. I guess the idea is that the foundation is like the link to the demon realm or the foundation is from the demon realm itself. It's kind of confusing. Um, what happens to like those like copies, like when they get weak, um, is that they're like ground and then like recycled. Then there is like a clear liquid that they use to like link the minds. And because of the like environment and the human cells you like used, they all end up looking like sisters. So the idea is that the second the empty body like absorbs the water or the liquid, they are possessed. Possessed from like another realm. So when Phil dies, it's almost like frozen in time. Like a like a save data from a game. And then when the liquid is injected into another body, they just start from that save data. We also learn more about the village itself. Like the village was made by Zillard and Bill's father as a simulation of sorts. They wanted to test the capability of homunculi. Like how much information could these homunculi in effect like take in? They thought that these homunculi within this flask would over time gain like perfect knowledge. But it had to be like done in a secretive way so... They used an entire village as like guinea pigs for the experiment. And that's what that village is. The village we've been, you know, traveling through. It's kind of screwed up if you think about it. Bill wants to like atone for the like the sins of those two. He wants to try save Phil. It's the least he can do for overlooking the suffering she has been going through. Bill didn't actually know that Phil was being abused. He just kind of ignored her out of guilt. So he actually had no idea. 
we also finally get the reveal about the trees. Turns out they were injected, like they injected the forest with the immortality serum. So the trees only died from like old age and like nothing else. That's why the trees at the entrance survived, despite not having like any sunlight. They were immortal trees that allowed the place to remain hidden. After all this, Miser says that like he should spread his love not just to Phil, but also the entire village. Like they're all victims too, if you think about it. Like set them free. The reason they brought Miser along was so that his expertise in alchemy could help Phil and maybe like extend her life. Not only is this all like explained, we get to hear about why Elmer like rocked up to the village in the first place. He had heard that Zillard had ties to it. Even back then, Elmer thought he could change Zillard's mind. Turns out, Elmer was the one who leaked the information about the like the village to like the information broker that Miser was using. So he purposely wanted Miser to come along, but he didn't think anyone else would come too. That's why like Elmer was surprised when he saw them. Elmer was genuinely surprised to see like Sylvie Shez and Niall. Elmer's asked if he still like dabbles in alchemy, and he says that he wanted to make money using alchemy. He wanted to give the gold to the poor of the world, but he realized it was a shallow representation of happiness. Gold drops in value and like product after all. He realized that human happiness wasn't so simple. After that, he doesn't feel like particularly attached to alchemy. It no longer helps him with his purpose of making the world like generally like smile. So overall, this has been like quite like a information dump, and there's been like reveals like one after another, just a lot going on. And I remember my experience reading this portion of the story was one of just genuine like fascination. The story just kept unraveling more and more about like what was actually happening. You can tell the author really thought out all the ins and outs of the story. I was really loving it, and the next reveal made me love it even more. So the gang asked what the other homunculi is up to. They did say they created two, so it's not just Phil. It's revealed that he's in his second body now, that he's kind of just living his life as a villager. They realize who it is in like such a silly and kind of hilarious way. They drop like pencil sharpenings on the photo or like of that character. Um, and because that character has a mustache now, um, the pencil sharpenings kind of like just fall onto like, like his face area and they realize who it is. They're like, oh, it's Master Dez. Um, I was like, what? Like, no way. Um, so I thought this was like a really, like, really good reveal. Um, really enjoyed this one. Upon hearing, um, this, like, Phil dashes away. She's thinking, no way, like, Dez, like, the guy who's been abusing me is basically, like, my homunculus brother. She eventually finds him, and he seems to have been just waiting for her. Dez knows that Phil knows. And basically, we find out Dez's plan. He wants to put the homunculus liquid into the well so that everyone in the village can drink it. Apparently he tested it once. If you put the liquid into a person, it becomes like a battle of the minds. Essentially the battle of the realms. The human realm versus like the demon realm. The mind on um, earth and the mind from like another dimension I guess. That's the general idea. So now we're in the medium of magic. And whoever wins in that fight takes control of all of the other person's knowledge and that happens through winning. It's very similar to how like immortals can eat each other. Before we thought, um, before we thought of it as just an immortal eating like another immortal. But what if it's actually a battle of like the minds going on as well? I'm not really sure how that would work to be honest, because it's not like the minds are competing per se. You're just getting like consumed if it's like a model eating another immortal. 
Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't think it is similar. I think there are like specific differences um, that play into this, but I don't know, maybe more is like revealed later. Now we get to hear about like Dez's true feelings. He's sick of the wretched little village. And just like Phil, he wouldn't have felt any sorrow if he didn't feel hope. The idea that things could be better. Like Phil says that like she won't let him drop the liquid into the well and she ends up getting like cut by Dez who's using like a knife. After this, Phil actually ends up like stabbing him and killing him. The villagers like see this and they call her like a murderer and a witch. Phil thinks to herself that she knows like this is true but she doesn't regret it, right? Like she knows what she did. For her, despite everything, the village is still her world and she'll kill to make sure that it remains intact. Phil, like Dez's son, comes along and he's mad at Phil obviously because, you know, her, his dad just died. But after what's revealed later, this scene, like, recontextualized, feels very different. During all of this, Phil remembers the emotion of anger and fear. It's coming back to her. Her anger allows her to have conviction and I think, like, and she thinks, like, I won't let you break my world. But then she gets hit by a rock and thinks, I knew it. I knew it wasn't okay to dream for something better. I knew I shouldn't have dreamt. I think this idea of how much sorrow a person can feel just thinking positively, is really well emphasised here. It's not only Dez's motivation for his actions, but also Phil's. Like, they both know that to dream of something better, when your current situation is crappy, is a really tall order. When she says, I knew it, I shouldn't have dreamed, my heart kind of broke in two. I thought it was a really good scene. Now, that's all for like the third part of um, Light Novel 5. So tune in next time to go through the final installment for this uh, light novel. Uh, See you guys there. Thanks for listening.